0: welcome. You're listening to another edition of Paid, where we share the path God has guided us in our everyday lives. Your host Jessica invites you to discover how God is working in your present day. Hey everybody this is Jessica and you're listening to the paid podcast the show that shares and records God's modern day story today we're joined with Kim Hayes who is an amazing photographer and she now lives in Kenya she left everything behind here in the states to serve the mission God gave her in her life welcome Kim Hayes to the show how are you doing today
1: Hi, I am great I'm so excited to be doing this
0: so Um, I followed, I have followed bits of your story, but I I really wanted to dive deeper into what got you to Kenya and um, how, just how you got there and how you're following Christ's path that he's given you. So you want to share?
1: Yeah, I would love to. So when I was in eighth grade, Um, I was at church and a missionary came to my church and he was sharing about his love for Africa and the culture and the people. And I remember feeling distinctly just in my heart that God was telling me I was going to go there someday. And so I remember telling my friends and my family, um, I feel like God wants me to go to Africa someday. And I had no idea how that would happen or anything. I didn't know who I would go with or anything like that, but um, I just felt like I was supposed to. Um, So fast forward to about 19 years old, I had seven people pass away all in one summer and it was a really hard time. I had um, my uncle, he was a police officer. He was killed in the line of duty. I had another uncle that was in a, a tragic motorcycle accident. I had three close friends that were in a head-on collision on the highway and my grandma passed away, but the one that stood out most to me was uh, my boss. Her name was Paula and uh, we got to walk through cancer together and I remember towards the end of her cancer journey, um, we did this uh, fashion show and at the end of the fashion show, I told her, Paula, next year we could do this. And this better. And she said, Kim, next year I'm not going to be here, but you are. What are you going to do with your life? And at that time, I was like, I'm 19. I don't know. But um, she said, I want to be here, but I'm not going to. I want to live, but you have the gift of life. And so I remember like I held her, I cried with her. And that was the last time I ever saw her alive. And that really impacted me because I started praying again, like, God, what do you want me to do with my life? And I heard you're going to Africa someday. (laughs) And so again, I was like, I don't know who I'm going to go with or how I'm going to get there, but I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. And so I had been dating this really cute guy. Um, He was so sweet to me. And I told him, I feel like God wants me to go to Africa. And he said, I'll support you. I'll send you, I'll help pay for you to go but I'm never going to Africa. And I remember that just crushed my heart. Cause I was like, how can we be together? If I feel like God's telling me you're moving there someday. And so we actually ended up breaking up for about six months and, um, he started praying, like, what does God want him to do with his life? And I was praying. And at, at the end of six months, we came back together and we both said, We don't know what God is going to do. We don't know if it's Africa or if it's Fort Worth, um, but we'll do whatever God wants us to do. So at that time, like I remember just saying, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And then um, David, uh, the guy I was dating, he said the same thing. And so we ended up getting together back together and we got married. And then shortly after that, we met another missionary who came to my church and he was talking about Kenya specifically, and how they were doing schools and feeding centers and clinics. And um, we just had an instant connection. So we planned our first trip to Kenya in 2009. And we came and it was just like, I don't know, God broke our heart. um, Just seeing some of the stories of people that we met, but I mean, we just had an instant like love and connection for the people here. And so we started planning more and more trips to come back. So we came back many, many times. And then we finally moved to Kenya last February. So it's been a long journey, but it's been God leading us just step by step and um, saying, yes, like step by step. Okay. Yes, we'll do this. Um, whatever you want me to do. I don't know what that is, but like, God would just lead us here and there and there. And now we're in Kenya. So, so what helped you kind of how we got here,
0: (laughs) what helped you understand that you were supposed to be in Kenya?
1: Um, so uh, I think coming here, um, I had had Africa on my heart and I think that was put there by God. But when we came here, it was like, um, like we just fell in love. Like, I mean, it was like a God given love that I can't explain. Like we just fell in love with the people and the culture here and we just wanted to be here. So we came back and forth, like, I don't know, I think 13 times and uh, we were working here. We joined uh, the board. Uh, We work. So we work with real for Christ ministries. That's our, our ministry that we work with, but we joined the board and then we started working here more and more and managing their child sponsorship program and leading teams. And we just could not be back here enough. Like every time we were traveling back home to the States, we were already planning our next trip back to Kenya. So it was just like, there's just this huge love in our hearts for, for being here and the work that's being done here.
0: What's kind of like a day-to-day activities you do over there in Kenya.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Um, Our, uh, we have a nonprofit, it's called Real for Christ Ministries, and um, they've, uh, we have planted or been a part of planting or starting 13 churches. So we work with the churches that are here doing community outreach. Uh, We have a Bible college. So uh, we have teachers that are teaching the Bible college for pastors and for leaders um, and the churches. Uh, We have two schools right now. And so like my job, like the biggest part of my job is child sponsorship. So we get people in the States to sponsor our kids and uh, we do communication between the kids and the sponsors, like the kids will do coloring sheets and crafts and we send them to the sponsors and the sponsors uh, will send gifts and letters and things like that. But um, what the sponsorship covers is they get uh, Christian education, they get two meals a day. They get books and school supplies and uniforms and um, medical care as needed. And the big thing is like education is huge here in Kenya and it's not free. Like people uh, literally choose which of their kids can go to school. And it's usually like the oldest son and all the rest of the kids stay home, Um, especially like in the village areas. They will just choose like the smartest or the oldest kid to go to school and then the rest just work at the farm. And so it's a huge responsibility for the oldest kid to get the best education possible so that they can provide for their family. But on the flip side, like, you know, the other kids just don't get the opportunity. So education is just huge in Kenya. And so um, that's why we have the sponsorship program is to be able to help these kids come and get that education and then also to get food. Um, Food here, it costs the same Um, here as it does in the States and even some things are more expensive like I think the meat is more expensive here than in the States and so uh, the average Kenyan makes about two dollars a day and uh, think about if you were trying to feed your family of like five or six kids on two dollars a day um, how would you do that and so there's a lot of farming um, in the areas that we work with and yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a big part of what we do. Um, the clinic, uh, we have a clinic and, uh, it's amazing. We just got approved by a government grant program called the Linda Mama program. And they are paying our clinic, um, to help women in need and like rural communities to be able to come to our clinic and have babies for free. And so we've been seeing a lot of women coming to our clinic and having babies. And so they do like prenatal care and like, uh, deliveries and then postnatal care too. So
0: that's amazing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> There's a lot of different parts.
0: <laughs> you, you can tell you're very passionate about it because you just want to go on and on and on about it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what validated your move there kind of, mm-hmm. um, like, did you have any hesitations
1: when, Yeah
0: what yeah, helped you
1: back so so during um uh, during covid um i would say so the validation part was we saw god's provision um so much like we didn't lose any of our sponsorships but like the biggest thing that happened during covid was we had a lot of loss so the director of our nonprofit um he was tragically um, attacked and uh, eventually passed from a b- traumatic brain injury um, so that was a really really hard thing so we lost our director of our nonprofit here um and then also there we just had a lot of loss david's brother in- law uh, was he was on a motorcycle accident it was a hit and run motorcycle accident and he passed away um i mean just We had a lot of loss during um, 2020, I'll just say. And I mean, even to like one of our interns was in a motorcycle accident, passed away. And then the chairman of our board of directors, he had cancer and he passed away. I mean, it was just loss after loss after loss. And um, David and I, we were praying like, God, what do you want us to do? Like, um, we felt like we had to be here. Um, But like during that time, like God was providing the whole time, like he um, was providing like the sponsors never stopped giving during 2020. And, you know, a lot of people during COVID, they lost their jobs and they, we had sponsors calling us saying, I lost my job, but I'm going to keep sponsoring my kid because I can only imagine the problems that they're going through um, in Kenya with COVID as well, because it was, it was impacting the whole world you know, obviously, but, um, I would just say like the validation was like God's provision and then also peace. Like we had like so much peace, like, like just driving us to move here. Like it it was just crazy. Like we just felt like peace in our heart. Like that's what we were supposed to be. That was the next step we were supposed to take, even though we were grieving and going through a lot of loss, um, Another thing was just, um, David and I, we raised our support. So like, we don't take any funds from the sponsorship program at all. Like every dollar that our, our donors give, um, to like our kids and to our schools, it all goes to the ministry and to do what it's designated to do. So we had to raise our own support. And so we had, we actually had people calling us saying, we want to support you. Um, we had churches, calling us saying they were looking for missionaries to support. So they started supporting us too personally. So like we were raising funds for like uh, 2021 and over that year, like we raised all of our support, even to the point of like uh, purchasing a new vehicle. Well, it, it was a used vehicle, but a new to us vehicle. And so like God was just providing, like it, it was undeniable. Like people were calling us saying like, God put it on my heart to give to you. And to be able to support your work in Kenya. So like that was obvious. So like the peace and then the provision, um, was just overwhelming. So, um, so yeah, we came to Kenya in February this year. So
0: you left a lot behind. Um, I'll have to say mm-hmm. that Kim Hayes, she is a wonderful photographer. She, um, did our wedding, yeah. um, What's did you leave that business behind as well?
1: So I still have Kim Hayes photography, like registered. Um, but I'll just do like freelance work. If someone, like if I'm back in the States, I might pick up, you know, some freelance work to make some extra cash. But um, yeah, no, we left it as far as like, I was mostly doing wedding photography, we left that behind, but I also get to do photography here. So like I, um, you know, I work for the nonprofit, but like my passion is to share stories. So that's why I think it's so cool that you asked me to share my story um, because I get to interview our kids. I get to interview people that we're working with in the clinic and um, share their stories. And I'm really enjoying like the new Instagram reels and doing uh you know like more video type stuff too to um, integrate or to use like my photography and video skills um just sharing people's stories from here show mostly to show what God is doing because he's doing some really great things here in Kenya so
0: was there any doubt in moving because I mean you're, you're moving all the way across the world um yeah I'm sure there was doubt especially in this time of of unstableness in the ec- economy and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So God really helped me with that. So like right before we came to Kenya, um, I guess last year, it was the first time since the founder and our director of our nonprofit had passed away that we came back. And, and since we lost like so many people and I was actually really struggling with fear. I guess fear of traveling, just the fear of the unknown, uncertainty. And uh, we left on a Sunday and it was so crazy. Our pastor, he was preaching uh, on the verse, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. I think it's uh, 2 Timothy 2 7 or 1 Timothy 2 7, something like that. Uh, 2 Timothy 1 7, that's what it is. Uh, So he was preaching on that. And after church, I told David, I said, that verse just really comforted me. And um, it stood out to me. And so we got to the airport and it was crazy. We were waiting in line at Starbucks and this little old lady came up beside me and she goes, excuse me, um, I heard you and your husband talking about the Bible or something Um, over there on the ground. Somebody wrote for God has not given us the spirit of fear. What's the rest of the verse? And I was like, but of a power and love and a sound mind. And I was just like, and she goes, okay, thank you. And walked away. And I was like, what just happened? Like, I think that might've been an angel. I'm not even kidding. And then it even gets better. I got on the plane, And I had a friend, her name is Charla Corn Barrett, and she had just written a book called Letters to My Daughters. And I opened a chapter like three or four. And at the top of the page, it said, Second Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. And it like, it, it hit me like God was speaking to me that day. He reminded me three times, like, don't be afraid. I've not given you fear, but I've given you power and love and a sound mind. And like, I just like, it, it was overwhelming that God could care about me so much, even to just be like, okay, calm down. It's okay. Like, you're going to be just fine. I've given you power and love and a sound mind. And yeah, it just touched my heart. And so I surrendered my fear on the plane, like right after that. And I was like, God, I just give it to you. I know you're in control. I know you're speaking to me. I know you're doing something. So that has helped a lot. So when I get afraid again, I'm like, okay, he told me three times that day. God tell me again. <laughs> like, so so yeah, it just God is so faithful and he's so kind.
0: So what what does your relationship right now look like with God as you're doing your missionary work?
1: Oh, so lately, I would just say he keeps reminding me of his steadfast love that right? he's always loving me. It's never going to end, no matter what I do. He's still loving me, and he he's never going to leave me. Um, he he keeps saying like I'm with you. Just trust that I'm with you, um, no matter where you go. Like I'm with you, and so. Um, it's a daily thing I have in my mind. Like he's with me, he's with me, and and it also makes me think. Okay, if I knew that God was with me, what would I do for Him? And and so then that's really inspiring because I'm like, okay, if I'm dreaming with God, if I know that He's with me, uh, what kind of things do I want to do? And so it really inspires me to just dream bigger as as we plan for our schools and uh, future projects.
0: That's so amazing. That's so amazing to listen Mm -hmm. to. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there any last things you would like to share before we leave?
1: Um, Let's see. I think just the biggest thing is um, God wants your whole heart. Um, For anybody that is listening, like if you will surrender your whole heart to him, like, you will never regret that. Like, he has been so faithful in my life. Um, Even through tragic loss and grief, like he's shown me that he was with me every step of the way. And um, that I can have true peace, even when I'm scared, like he's giving me power and love and a sound mind. And so just, I would encourage anyone, like, if you are uh, wondering where to go with your walk with God, like surrender your whole whole heart. Don't be afraid to do that because he is faithful and like, he's so good and he's so loving.
0: Thank you, Kim. Thank you for coming on here and Mm -hmm. sharing um, your life with God and the path he's paid for us. And I, I Mm -hmm. truly love your story and how he helped you overcome your fear to do the mission that you're supposed to be doing. Um, Join us next month as we continue looking for story and finding stories of God's modern modern day as he walks with us in our life. Thank you for joining us on today's path to get an official paid shirt. Go to paid.life and be sure to follow and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And we look forward to you finding the path that God has laid for you.